there are all these other facets and these things that like light us up and allow us to be the beautiful, like multifaceted humans that we are. And I think that it's so important to to give ourselves the space to breathe and the ability to say like, my American dream doesn't necessarily have to look like how it was defined to me by my immigrant parents. Welcome to A Way of Thinking. I'm your host, Jessica Wong. This podcast is dedicated to lighting the way towards greater inner peace and purpose. My own journey has taken me from a decade-long corporate finance career to following my own path as a purpose coach. I help people move from an unfulfilling career to a meaningful and purpose-driven career in life. Now let's dive into today's show. Hello and welcome to this episode of A Way of Thinking. I'm your host, Jessica Huang. And in this episode today, we're going to be talking all about the American dream. And so before we get into it, I'm first going to make a few quick announcements. So first off, if you are enjoying tuning in to A Way of Thinking podcast, I invite you to donate to the podcast and help me make all of this happen So if you are interested in donating, you can go to my website, jessicahuangcoaching.com slash donate and support all the efforts that go behind the scenes to making this podcast a reality. Second of all, if you are interested in gaining support in redefining your own American dream and pursuing your own purpose, then you can go to my website, jessicahuangcoaching.com, and book a free discovery call with me. It would be my pleasure to connect with you and see how working together can support you on your own journey. And last but not least, if you're interested in joining me for any yoga sessions, I teach three classes on Sunday. So there is Psychic Development, which is a series of mantras and pranayama, Yoga Nidra, which is a meditation that provides deep relaxation, and Charging Practice, which is an asana practice. It's a hatha yoga style practice. So if any of those interest you, please reach out to me on my Instagram or on my website, and I would love to have you in class. Now let's dive into today's show. Today, we are talking all about the American dream. So what is the American dream? When I Google it, (laughs) the definition is the ideal by which equality of opportunity is available to any American, allowing the highest aspirations and goals to be achieved. And so what does that really mean? We look at America as this land of opportunity. It is really the land of immigrants, right, of immigration. All these people from all over the world have come to this country to pursue happiness, to pursue this dream, to pursue stability and this imagined life that is better than where they are coming from. And so it is seen as America will provide opportunity to live this better life. 
that's why all these people immigrate to America, right? It is providing them with this ideal of saying that anyone could pursue happiness and success in this country. And it's a very beautiful thing. So when I think about this idea of the American dream, the way that it gets molded for many of us, especially, so my parents are immigrants. As the child of immigrants, there is kind of more of a parameter around what that American dream should look like. And so I think about this, you know, when I talk to a lot of people who are the children of immigrants, I think that there's this kind of shared ideal of what it means to really be pursuing the American dream. And there's kind of like prescribed list of what is acceptable and what will help us facilitate ourselves in completing this mission, let's call it. <laughs> and I think it, it makes a lot of sense, right? So oftentimes when your parents are immigrants, or at least I, I would say for myself, right? Like my parents came here and they did not have a lot of money. They were incredibly hardworking and it came at a lot of personal sacrifice. You know, so I, I look to my parents and I appreciate my parents so much because I think of how much struggle that they went through when coming to this country in order to create a better life for me and my brother. My dad worked in a convenience store and had to go back and get a new degree because his degree was not viable from Taiwan, where he had immigrated from. And, you know, my mom happened to get a good job, but it was very hardworking and she really had to like climb her way up from being a secretary. So there's this, this narrative of like, my parents worked so hard and they sacrificed so much. And so to me, it was kind of like the least I can do is fulfill the American dream for them. As if that wasn't a lot of weight to place upon one's shoulders. I speak for myself, but I, I also speak for a lot of people that I've spoken to and clients of mine where I, I think that there, there is this kind of running dialogue of this idea where it's like in order to live up to the fact that our parents have made these giant sacrifices in immigrating to this country, that there is an importance behind fulfilling a certain level of success and working really hard to achieve this dream that they came to this country for. And because of that, there are these parameters, right? So I often think of there's a prescribed list of careers that are kind of molded as the way in which to achieve the American dream. Because in order to achieve the American dream, we are looking for certain things, right? We're looking for stability, we're looking for career success. We're looking for financial stability. And these things become very important because, you know, there are things that we didn't have for many of us, right, as immigrants. There is a certain amount of coming to this country, building from the ground up, and really wanting that stability that was lacking from immigrating and leaving behind the culture and the life that we had from our prior country, let's say. And so when I think about that, it's like, to me, the list was kind of like, you could go into medicine, you can go into law, you can go into engineering, you can go into finance, because these are all considered careers in which you are 
more or less expecting to make a good stable income and have a solid career. And, you know, you go to school, you'll study, and you will work in these professions, and that'll be that. So it's considered good, if you will, right? I'm I'm holding up quotation marks, but maybe you're just listening to me. So it's like the good jobs are the ones in which will provide us that stability, that financial success, that career success that would be considered fulfilling the American dream. And the thing about this is that, meanwhile, it's like there's all these other careers that we could pursue, but since they might have not be considered the most straightforward, we are going to make money and have stability type of jobs, they're kind of pushed by the wayside. And so for me, for instance, like I definitely saw that kind of come to fruition where I think, you know, back when I was in high school, I had this idea of working in the music business because I loved music and, you know, being a very creative person. And, you know, I loved art and all these different things, but none of those were considered like viable careers. It wasn't acceptable to be a psychology major, right? So that became my minor. And I was considering going into like management, which then became like, oh, you're a business major. So therefore you should really do finance because finance is like the better has, you will make more money and you will have a more stable career. And so that became me fulfilling the mold and, and really holding to the parameters of what will provide stability and success and be aligned with this pursuing this American dream. And so what is the challenge behind this idea is that I think that there's a certain amount of, but what about happiness, right? Like what about fulfillment? What about passion? Those ideas, they are not in the picture or like the top of mind in order to be fulfilling the American dream. And it's interesting because like, especially like the word passion, I feel like there's often like this very negative connotation around the word passion. It's almost seen as selfish. Like it's seen as selfish to pursue your passion because it's an unknown, right? Like, oh, you're you're off pursuing your passion. Like you're not doing the quote unquote right thing then because if you were doing the right thing, you would pers- be pursuing something that is going to be stable and provide money and give you a solid career. It's interesting, like these dynamics. And I certainly feel like that those words like passion and creativity and now even like me talking about purpose all the time, like none of those things have ever had ever crossed my mind in the realm of what my career should be. My career should only fulfill the American dream and that be it. That worked for a while. And I think that that is true of many of us. Some people, it, it works for their whole career. You know, I think that's quite the blessing. You know, I look at someone like my brother who studied engineering, even went all the way as getting a PhD in engineering and then got a good job working for a great company and is doing a great job at, at kind of fulfilling that American dream and having the stability and a solid career. And I think that that is a wonderful thing. 
But meanwhile, I think for many of us, there's a certain level of sacrifice that comes with fulfilling the American dream in this way. Because it's a box, right, that we are living in. And I I think about that a lot, right? Like we put ourselves in this box of saying, well, I have to fit in this box. Like I have to fulfill the parameters in which I am meant to in order to fulfill this American dream on behalf of my parents and the sacrifices that they made for me and honoring them. That was something that was incredibly true for me. And so I feel like there is a certain amount of how long can we keep this up, right? And so for 10 years, I kept it up. I kept up the straight and narrow of like saying that I am going to do what I've been told is the right thing to do and work in finance and pursue this good career. And then there becomes this idea of like, is that really working for you? You know, I think back to my time in corporate and for for many, many years, I had this kind of nagging feeling of like, is this it? Is this the dream, right? Is this the thing that I am meant to do for the rest of my life and and that be it? And for me, it, it was very challenging to sit in that ideology because I looked at the career path that I was going down and personally it wasn't what I wanted, right? I didn't look to the, you know, going to the director and then the VP and then the CFO, like all those roles, it just wasn't something I wanted to do. And I didn't want to become the version of me that would be the CFO or whatever that role is. It was really throwing things off. It was really throwing me through a loop saying like, but this is supposed to be the dream. This is supposed to be it. Like I'm supposed to be happy here and I'm supposed to stay for the rest of my career just as my parents did. And so it's it's hard. It's this challenge of like this identity of saying I'm doing the right thing, but it's not working out. And so for me, it just became this whole notion of, oh, I can't, I can't fit in this box anymore. So what does it mean to start to like say like, I don't know, open up the box a little bit? To me, it became this notion of like those other words, right? What, what is passion? What does it mean to pursue your purpose? These were such foreign concepts and notions that I had like admittedly dismissed for so much of my life as those people do it. You know, like other people who are not me are permitted to pursue these ideas, There's something sorely missing for many of us when we aren't allowing ourselves the the ability to explore a little bit of something outside of the realm of like this kind of fixed notion of what the American dream can be. And so these ideas of like passion, of purpose, of creativity, creativity is something I think that gets lost in the mix as well in a massive way. You know, I I consider myself a very creative person. And as a child, like I drew, like I painted, I, I did a lot of creative things. And I've talked about this before that like that was a, a really a rigid box that I felt when I was in finance was like, well, if you're in finance, you're not creative. And that really kind of like tore at my heartstrings a little bit where it was just like, but I am creative and I love being creative. And creativity, mind you, does not have to look like 
being an artist necessarily. Creativity is allowing yourself kind of the freedom of thought and the flexibility in terms of being outside of that box, thinking outside of that box, like drawing outside the lines. That to me is creativity. And it's interesting because like even right now, like I consider doing this podcast as like a form of creativity, right? Because it allows me this openness and this ability to express myself in a different way of not kind of fitting into that, that straight and narrow of what is the right thing to do or the right thing to say and just allowing that freedom of expression. Like that to me is what creativity is. And so in many ways, like creativity also was something that kind of had fallen off the radar in terms of what is permissible in terms of fulfilling this American dream. And so I think what what is so important around this idea is just the ability to be in the realm of possibility. You know, that's that's something that I talked at full length about in the last episode, but I just want to touch upon it here because possibility is so important because of the idea that like, we can succeed in so many different ways. And what fulfilling the American dream is doesn't necessarily need to be that list of like five careers that we were permitted to choose from. And I think that that is so important because there's something around this idea of like, yeah, it's like being traditional, right? Like pursuing these traditional paths is like what we were told to do, right? It's like, well, You follow the traditional path, you achieve the American dream, and therefore you are a success and and everything's great. (laughs) And and unfortunately, that's not how life works oftentimes. You know, oftentimes there are all these other facets and these these things that like light us up and allow us to, to be the beautiful, like multifaceted humans that we are. And, and I think that it's so important to, to give ourselves the space to breathe and the ability to say, like, my American dream doesn't necessarily have to look like how it was defined to me by my immigrant parents. And not to say that our parents were wrong. That version of the American dream, it exists for a reason, You know, it's not that the terminology of the American dream and the way that has been defined to us is bad. There is a very strong reason for why we have defined the American dream under this kind of short list of successful careers is because it was a method of protection, right? It is providing us with the things that we may not have because of the immigration to this country. We might not have the kind of like generational wealth and the ability to have these kind of like backup plans, right? Like it is like we are still building that foundation. And so it makes sense that we choose these careers out of that need for stability, Because like stability is a very important thing and it is a very justifiable thing to pursue. And nevertheless, there also is the ability to achieve the American dream in other different ways. And, you know, it's interesting because I was talking to my mom the other day and telling her all about actually what became this episode. And she was like, you know, 
there's this beautiful thing about the fact that I did go into finance and worked in it for 10 years because it did provide me the stability that I needed to be able to now pursue what is my purpose and my passion. So I like to remind myself that because it's interesting. I, I was thinking about this idea and and I mentioned it on, on Instagram the other day of this idea of like the word waste, right? We think of waste or that we're wasting time by be, by pursuing these roles that were part of that traditional path. And so I could look at that time of being in my finance job for 10 years as a waste, or I can see the way that it served me. It gave me the financial stability, the career success, that, um, that quote unquote American dream, so that I can now pursue my version of the American dream. It gave me the ability to say like, oh, I have been doing the right things, squirreling away the money so that I can now go after what is my American dream. And I think that that is really important. And it is it is not a waste, but rather it is a stepping stone to what is actually the American dream for me. That's the thing about the American dream is, is I love this idea of being able to redefine it to you. There can be a million different versions of the American dream because there are millions of different people and we all get to define it in the way that makes sense for us. For example, like the American dream, as I define it now, it needs to include passion and purpose and creativity and all these things that were kind of pushed by the wayside before. And those things get to be a part of my American dream and fulfillment, happiness. Like those are important to me. I no longer want to achieve an American dream that doesn't include those pieces. That's something that it's hard, right? Because we are built off of this framework and we want to stay in the framework and and believe that we can work in it and it will it will be everything that we wanted. And when it falls short of that, it can feel like, oh, like now what? What am what am I doing? I'm I'm not doing the right thing. And I would challenge that notion (laughs) because doing the right thing is doing what makes sense for you. How do we really do this? How do we really start to redefine the American dream? And I, I think to me, it is all about like defining like, what do you value? What is important to you? And that is going to be different for everyone. It's going to be different from what I'm saying But I think that that's what is so important is that you get to define it. You get to say, this is what I value. This is what is important to me in terms of my career, in terms of the life that I want to be building for myself, in terms of how I get to show up and fulfill the American dream. And so once we've determined, like, what is it that we really value? It's like, how do we start to move the needle on that? Well, one thing that I love to do is really look to role models, really look at people who are achieving the thing that you are looking to achieve. And it doesn't have to be one person. It can be like kind of bits and pieces of multiple people, but kind of looking to people who have been successful in the thing that you want to do and seeing that it is possible because that is what it's all about, right? It's like this idea that it is for someone else, right? Like, 
someone else gets to achieve this thing, but not me. And I love to flip that on its head and come back to the question of why not me? Why can't you be the person who also gets to achieve that thing? If someone else can do it, why can't you do it? And especially this idea where it's like, we all have unique talents and skills. And they might not necessarily be aligned with those five careers that we were provided the options for. You know, that that's certainly true for me, where I looked at being in finance and I was like, well, the things that I think that really light me up, that really bring me fulfillment and joy and make me want to wake up in the morning energized and doing the things I do, those things were not served in finance. And that was just the reality of the situation, right? For me, it was this feeling of, I know that I love connecting with people. Like having deep conversations might be my favorite thing in the entire world, you know? And that's not a core value of being in finance. Like a core value of being in finance is being good with numbers and, you know, being able to explain the numbers and do all kinds of analytical things. And not to say that I'm, I'm not good at those things, I certainly was, but they are not the things that, that I want to really be doing an, all day long. And, you know, it's this idea of what is your zone of genius? What is the thing that you feel like you are particularly special at? What if you got to do a little bit more of those things? What would your life look like if you were able to be in your zone of genius a little bit more? What if your days were filled with the time where you get to really enjoy what you do? That notion goes very far against that the original definition of what that American dream looked like, right? It wasn't about what you're good at. It wasn't, I mean, you should be good at it to a certain degree, but it wasn't about that. That wasn't the focal point. The focal point was stability, And so when we move away from the focal point being stability and into the focal point of what am I good at? What do I love doing? What would actually give me fulfillment? What are the things that will really allow me to like want to wake up in the morning and do the work that I'm doing and love my life? Like those things are are two different things. And so I think that it's It's definitely challenging to move in that direction, but I think seeing role models and having and talking to people, right? Like literally being able to say, speak to someone who is, even if there's like, maybe they're not at the top of their game, but they're in pursuit of that, talking with them and being able to get some input on like, how do I start this journey? What does this really look like? What does success look like in this space? I feel like those are all such important things to do because it helps give you information like, do I even want to pursue this? For instance, like I love painting, but I came to a realization that that isn't something that I want to pursue as my career. That is not the form of creativity that is going to be the the way that I really want to move my career. And that was a real learning right, in the, in the process of, of sorting all this out. But I was sitting in the realm of possibility and allowing myself to, to like tap into different options and talk to different people and really look at what would be something that I would want to pursue as my job. And it's funny because I actually, I like the word career a lot more because I'm like, a job feels like, oh, it's just a job. 
I'm like, no, like I have a career and my career makes me excited and it wakes me up in the morning and I love doing what I do. And so it's like, how can you really move yourself in, in the direction of saying like, those things are, are okay to want. And I feel like that, that often is the first hurdle or the first step in that direction is even just giving yourself the permission to say that it's okay to want those things. Because our desires, we are allowed to have them. And I think that oftentimes when we are in that box of what the American dream means, it is, it is pushing aside our own desires and saying like stability is the only thing that is important and that is how I'm going to make my decisions and live my life. And, and I suppose that I'm out here saying like there is another way and, and pursuing that other way can bring you a lot more fulfillment and a lot more joy and, and a different life than the one that you might feel stuck in right now. And one more thing along the lines of the, the people around you, because I feel like that there is so much importance around building more community around yourself. If, if this is something that you really want, if you're sitting there out there listening to this and going, man, that sounds like me. I've been stuck in this job for so long and, and I'm tired of it. I fully understand that feeling because it is it is how I felt for years, you know, and I just kept going back. I kept going back and saying, I can make finance work. I can, I if I just change this one more thing, it can be better. And and so I think something that's really important is is daring to like find more people around you that are are not saying that narrative, right? Finding more people who are going like, no, this isn't working and I'm going to step outside of this box. And how do you do that? I think it's really like going and and exploring these other passions, going and exploring these other ideas, talking to these different people and building up more community of people who are going after things that are outside of that box. That is something that I certainly have done. You know, I think about before my life was was mostly filled with like people who were in traditional uh, nine to five jobs, and and that was that was the community I was in because I was working in that space. I've noticed like over time, like as I have moved into like building more community in, through yoga, building more community through different art forms that I enjoy. It's like I've met a lot of people that are doing a lot of different things, that are living outside of that box, that are pursuing different types of careers. And that really inspired me. And actually, as I'm thinking about this, this is helping me. So for instance, I remember when I did my first teacher training, my 200 hour at Dharma Yoga Center, I remember how inspired I was when I was in that teacher training because many of my classmates in that training were people that had all these kind of like unconventional jobs. And it really inspired me to be like, oh, you actually are doing these different types of work and you're successful and stable and like, and living that lifestyle. And, and it didn't need to, and it was okay, right? Like it was okay for, for them to be in these 
various different careers and not be in like a typical nine to five or a typical, you know, list of those five careers that I mentioned. And and so it, I think that meeting them kind of like started to unlock something in me where it showed me that it was possible. It planted a little bit of a seed in my head to go, oh, it's possible to have something else. And so I, I would definitely, if this is resonating with you, I would definitely suggest seeking out those communities, seeking out people who are pursuing things that, that you are interested in, seeking out community that is showing you that you too could be an artist or, you know, any of these kind of like unconventional, non-traditional careers that you may have always been interested in. Maybe it's something that's been sitting as a little thought in the back of your mind, but you brush it aside at any chance that you get because you're still in pursuit of stability. But allowing yourself to have that community will allow you to, to open up the door a little bit. You know, it's not about saying like, oh, let me just swing the door open and like suddenly I need to like throw everything away and like throw myself into something different. No, like that's scary. And, you know, we don't want to freak ourselves out. But it's just like, how can you allow yourself just a little bit of like inching your way into like exploring the idea that you can do something else and you can fulfill that American dream in something other than what you have been doing so far. Okay, so I hope that this has been helpful. It's something that I think has really sat with me over time. And and I, you know, to me, I think that what I do now is honestly truly believe that what I do now is fulfilling the American dream and still doing it, you know, for my parents. My family is incredibly important to me. And, and I love them dearly and I want to, I want to make them proud, you know, just as all of us do. And as hard as it was for my parents to be like, oh, our daughter is like not doing the normal path anymore. I feel like I'm showing them an even brighter way of doing things, right? Because they get to see me now pursuing my own dreams and being so much happier for that. And, and I like to believe that our parents, at the end of the day, they just want us to be happy. And so to me, it's kind of like, it's nice to see how my ability to shift away from what I thought the American dream was to what it is, to redefining it for myself now, is also letting them see that it's okay. It's allowing them to see like, you can pursue something different and it can it can bring you so much more fulfillment and happiness and still be fulfilling that American dream. All right, those are those are my thoughts and feelings. So I hope that this resonates with you and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for joining us on this episode of A Way of Thinking. I hope it has been a source of inspiration and guidance as you continue to navigate your path towards greater inner peace and purpose. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Your feedback helps us reach more seekers like you. 
And for those of you who are ready to take a deeper dive into your journey, I invite you to book a dream job discovery session with me, your host, Jessica Huang. It's an opportunity for us to explore how you can bring greater meaning and purpose into your career and life. Simply visit jessicahuangcoaching.com and schedule your session today. Remember, the power to create the life you desire resides within you, and I'm here to support you every step of the way. Until next time, embrace the journey, cultivate your inner peace, and never stop seeking your true purpose.